We are live. This is Ryan Smith. I'm coming to you live from Austin Avenue. It is UFC 235. This is Combat Sports Talk, a podcast dedicated to UFC, Bellator discussion, and the MMA community in general. I am here with the double champ. G-Money, and not just MMA community in general, combat sports in general. There we go. I got to call it. There we go. How you doing tonight? Man, we are, it is so loud. There's so many people here ready for this fight. This card is about as stacked as it can get. I'm so excited for tonight's card, man. I've been looking forward to this. We've been missing an action for like the past couple of months. And, I, I, dude, I was so ecstatic to see you yeah. and to realize that in seeing you, what's about to take place tonight? John Bones, Bones Jones. Jones. He got a big, he got a Lionheart Anthony Smith. This is a guy that's been fighting for a very long time. He's got, what, 40, maybe 50 fights got, on his, on his he's record? He's got 40 fights easily. I think he's got over 20-plus wins, yeah, 13 31. losses. 31-13. Basically, he has more fights than John Jones and Tyron put together. This guy's got a lot of experience. He's been knocking out the legends. That's how John Jones came onto the scene. Whoa, whoa, knocking whoa. Let's legends. back up. Let's back up. Did you say he's been knocking out legends? Anthony Smith finished Shogun Hua. Okay. There you go. That's legends. One. Legends. That the <laughs> S denotes more than one. I mean, I gotta go. I had to go back and look at all of his fights, but you know, he's put down some 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 big names. You know what? I think Anthony Smith is going to be a UFC light heavyweight champion. I don't think it's going to happen tonight. I think tonight's going to build the precursor for a rematch. All right. I think he's going to give him a great fight tonight. I think people will be shocked at what they see from Anthony, but he's not going to get it done tonight. So, so wait, maybe you, next you, time. You, you, it's second fight of the card, and you're already making your 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 main event pick. I'm I'm just saying what I believe. All right. I think Anthony is a great fighter. I think his experience speaks volumes. But I think tonight he doesn't get it done. But I think he's going to come back. He's going to re up. He's going to he's going to figure some things out. Okay. Okay. You know what I'm saying? It's like the second time you fight somebody, you know them in a different way. You you peep them in a different manner. All right. Well, the fight that's coming up for us right now is the second fight of the night. Tisha, the Tiny Tornado, Torres versus Wei Z Wei Li Zhang. I'm now. Zhang is on an 18-fight win streak. She has been murdering folks. I don't like it for Tisha Torres. I think she's going to get smoked tonight by Zhang. You know, I do have to acknowledge that the last fight pick you just had, you called it in a, in a very odd way. You said submission. It was actually due to a, a knockout. Right. But you called it. I did call it. It was my upset pick. That was Cody Garbrandt that got finished uh, by... Pedro Munoz. So we were talking about defeating legends. Anthony Smith on his record. He's got Hector Lombard. He's got Rashad Evans. He's got Shogun Hua and Vulcan Ozdemir who fought for the title. That's a, that's he's a got nice old Rashad. And who are the other two? Vulcan and who? Shogun Hua. Shogun, I would call a legend. Rashad Evans is a, is a Hall of Famer. I would call him a legend. What? But he's old. He caught he caught Rashad. In old age. So did John Jones, to be honest. You telling me uh, you telling me that John Jones didn't catch Shogun Hua? Anyway, late? like I said, okay, I believe you. Anthony will eventually be the light heavyweight champ. I don't think it's going to happen tonight, though. I think All there's right. going to be a rematch between these two. I think this will be a great fight. 
but I don't think Anthony gets it done tonight. I'm going to reserve my pick. I'm going to reserve my pick because Anthony Smith, I mean, we reserve do share a last your pick. We share a last name. You been a little name. shy tonight? Hey. Gun shy? Already, you, you were quick to pick um, the guy to just beat Cody. That's right because unlike most times when we're here, you're the one that's done all the research. But tonight, I've done, your done research? the research. You, you actually said Cody would lose by submission. I, did, I thought he was going to lose by submission. There was a leg lock that, I, that, that gave me some hope on I that. I did see that in, in the beginning of the first round. But, but the, the thing is, is that Cody Garbrandt continues to make bonehead decisions in the octagon. Speaking of, you saw literally he got caught with the same thing that TJ caught him with. Twice. 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 This is the third fight that Cody Garbrandt has dropped because he – Gets into a brawl with somebody in the middle of the ring, and, and then, then he gets right clipped. hook catches him. So stop doing that. You are an elite striker. You were thirty plus wins as an amateur boxer. Box, just box. You win. You win fights by decision, just touching people. So tonight, you've got Tisha losing this fight. Is that correct? Yes. I got Tisha. Folks, just to smoked. let y'all know what's going on over here at Austin Avenue tonight. We are seeing some top-notch arm wrestling. arm wrestling going on. Combat sports, we're talking about that, too. And that's what you hear over there in the background is yeah. a win and a fist bump. Yep. It, it's some intense stuff going on right here. So speaking of intense, the past few months have been pretty intense, and we had not had an opportunity to do a live show. Yes. We've missed Izzy versus Anderson. We got to catch up on that. I, dude, I still haven't seen that fight. I, I I've seen, seen some highlights. I've seen some highlights. And the crazy part is I am an Izzy fan, yeah. and I love some Anderson. These are two of my favorite fighters. Yeah. But we're about to check in with Bruce Buffer as he goes through the spiel. Yeah. So what we're going to do, you, are you going to make your pick? Is it Tisha Torres? I'm calling Tisha on this. Even though um, – Waylee Zhang is on an 18-fight win streak. I'm yep. calling Tisha on this. In her last fight, she's got two knockouts, two subs, and a decision. You know, last fight for Tisha Torres, she got outclassed by the queen, Joanna young Chick. I like Waylee Zhang. She is on her way up. I got mad magnum. I don't know if Waylee has seen the type of talent offered by a fighter of the class of Tisha. I think Torres is going to get this one. All right. Second round knockout, Tisha. This is going to be my second one right. I'm going 5-0 five, I'm going five and oh tonight. Really? Then, yes. We will definitely talk off air because I'm interested in hearing what your 5-0 and oh looks like. All right. All right. So we are announcing the fights. We're going to be right back after the results. All right. We are back with the results. Whaley Magnum Zhang comes out with the win. Got two judges giving her a 30-27. I didn't see that in the second round, but absolutely, she won this fight. She grinded out the first round, definitely grinded out that second one. Yeah, I, you know. I'm it, sorry, the third one, not the yeah, second one. Yeah. Anytime you're on an 18-fight win streak, you, like, you know, like uh, John Anik said, you're doing something right. Tisha Torres was game, though. But, you know, as we start looking at it, Tisha Torres, she's, she, she's now on a, 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 a at least a, a two, three maybe a three-fight losing three streak. Three-fight scale, yeah. So she's got to turn it around. She's got to find someone to fight. Dude, this was a fight for her to win, and she didn't. Um, Whaley Zhang's ranked, what, 15? Tisha's ranked like eight. Not even ranked. Not even ranked. This, this was a fight for her to win. Yeah. Like, 
I be, I'm, I'm really going to be surprised to see if the UFC renews. Well, they're going to the, keep her. The female, they, the female divisions are a little bit different, handled a little bit different than the men's. Not, not to say it's nothing negative. I'm just saying that for the lack of. You just don't have as big a talent pool. You don't have a. You, right. The, the divisions aren't that deep. Right. And so you need people like Tisha around. Yeah, and she's a game fighter. I mean, that's the thing. Absolutely. Is, and know, she brings a story. Right. So I'm, I'm happy that I'm 2 0. You say you're going five and zero, yeah? I'm going five and zero. I mean, it gets easier on here on out. I don't blame you on that one. So the, so next, the next one up is Ben Askren and uh, Robbie Lola. Yes. La Lola. Funky. Ah. Uh. I said. <laughs> I said funky. What have you thought about uh, Ben's time in the UFC so far? Like his back and forth with Dana, his aggravating other fighters in the division, his talk of the 165 division. What do you What do you think is okay? So I like I, I like it when someone comes in and just talks and does the kind of thing because it's all fun. Like it's not malicious like someone else that we know who comes in and talks a lot, but it's malicious and hateful and hurtful. Um, ben Askren is just funny because, you know, Dana White has said some mean things to him in his, prior in his career, and now Ben Askren is here. He's undefeated. And he's feeling really confident about him going in there against Robbie Lawler. He's speak. Go ahead. I'm I was gonna say he's got a history with with Cameron Usman. He's got a history with Colby Covington. So this guy is the perfect guy. Of the he's UFC playing the right new coach, Chael Sonnen. He, but he's doing he, it well. He's doing. Chael did it well. Yeah. I'm just saying he he is playing the heel and doing it well. It's like it's comical, but at the same time it's purposeful. Right. And it, it, it's it's not overconfidence. It's confidence. So, I guess my next question to you was, speaking of Dana White, what did you think about the Kobe Covington crashing of the blackjack party? So, you know, on, right, right on the, on the, on the, just on the, on the surface of it, I think it's ridiculous. I'm tired of Kobe Covington's antics. I think it's just, it's, it's World Wrestling Federation, World Wrestling Entertainment kind of stuff. It to the have nth a degree. It doesn't have a place here in this sport. However, it was very <laughs> telling. Dana White, what were you doing? Dude, so you hadn't heard a lot in the media about it? No. But there was a young lady who got up and walked off almost immediately. Yes, yes. And, and Dana White was like, turn the cameras off. Turn the cameras off. Turn the... Dude, something was going on there. Why are people not talking about that? I don't know. And, and I got to give a shout out to... <laughs> to John Keyes. John Keyes, because John Keyes is the one who saw it. Was it you? I, I, I called it too, but. Okay. I, I don't care who takes credit. I'm just saying, I saw a young lady in a short, tight miniskirt yes. get up and walk off immediately. And she was holding a drink. She was not a bartender, waitress, no, or no, whatever you want to tell me. No, you can go back and roll it in slow motion. She was there sitting very close to the UFC president. And when he came up with those cameras. Turn the cameras off. Turn the cameras off. Turn the hey, hey turn, turn the cameras off. And I want to say I heard like an an old expletive. Really? You remember when like when Kobe when Kobe walked up, he said Dana, and Dana looked up and saw the camera. He's like, oh, sh wow. Yeah. I I I might want to go back and revisit it and watch it. But I, I heard know. I heard a word or two in there that is not prime for primetime TV. Well, well, either way it goes. That is going to be something for a future show. We will have to talk about it because I think something's going to get popped off. I'm surprised it hasn't popped off already. I'm me too. 
And I, I would be even more surprised to see how it plays out as a result. Because, like, if, if it gets hushed under the rug and all of a sudden Kobe gets the next title fight. But, but that's the thing. Kobe Covington should get the next title fight. Why? Because after Kamaru Usman is fighting for a title tonight. No, he should he should get the next after this is resolved tonight. Who are you gonna fight the, the champion? Well, technically, Kobe is not an interim champion. Yes, but Kobe is still the highest ranking guy because you got Ben Askren who's fighting Robbie Lawler, so Robbie's not gonna fight. You got Stephen Wonderboy Thompson who's already lost to Tyron Woodley twice. twice. Maybe if Cameron Usman wins this fight, it's it, all this goes out the window. But there's not anybody else to fight. RDA has already been beaten twice, so he's on a two-fight losing streak. So the only person left, if Tyron Woodley wins this fight, the only person left to fight is Kobe Covington anyway. I can see that. So, so I don't understand why Kobe Covington is doing all of this. What he should be doing is what he is doing. I would disrupt Cameron Usman. I would be in his face. I would mess with him the whole time, get him off his game, so he loses the fight tonight, and that creates a path wide open for Colby Covington. Who's a more dangerous fight for Colby, Tyron or Usman? What? Honestly, who do you, that, who do you like, think that's is That's like saying, how do you want to die? You want to die by gunshot or do you want to die by shotgun shot? You're going to die either way, and it's going to hurt. Neither one of them is a good fight for him. He's got to pay the piper. Who would you rather see him fight? Tyron Woodley. The story's better there? Oh, the story's way better there. Because Tyron Woodley coming in, they used to be training partners. Tyron Woodley's been saying how he's worn Kobe Covington out. Made Kobe, Kobe said Covington that win. he uh, used to work Tyron in practice. But, Cole, but Tyron Woodley said that this was always after he had been grappling with lots of different guys. It was the end of the practice, maybe once. I get it. So, you know, it's real. The other part of it is it's practice. A lot of stuff goes down in practice. To, to quote the great I just Alan got worked on Monday night, and I don't think it was necessarily by a better fighter. Right. Look, to quote the great Allen Iverson, practice? Kobe, you talking about practice? Not a, not a fight. Not a fight. Practice. Practice. That's the thing. That's the thing that, that, that's really getting on me. So... If, if, if you were, if you were, if you were, if you're a training Matt Champ, that's what Colby Covington is. Wow, training Matt Champ, I like that. I'm gonna have to use that. So, so speaking of champs, speaking of champs, we got Ben, Bad Boy, Askren, Funky, Funky is stepping up to the plate. Yeah, the face against former champ, former champ of one FC. No, I'm saying former champ Robbie Lawler. Ben is former champ of one FC. Right. So how do you how do you how do you see Ben Ferry in the UFC? Okay. I think Ben's gonna do fine. You know the, the the thing is is as long his style is a smothering wrestling style. And and so as long as he's a active on the ground and B not fighting Tyron Woodley, which he won't, he's gonna do extremely well. He's gonna run through. He's gonna run How through. does he get Robbie Lawler to the ground? Easy. Really? Robbie Lawler's takedown defense is 69%. Robbie's been fighting Titans all his career. Yes. But Rory ben, McDonald. Ben Askren's Tyron. real. 
I mean, just think about who he's faced. But don't discount Ben Askren. I'm not, but what I'm Everybody's saying is scared Ben's of ben never faced anyone of this caliber either. Yes, he has. His who? name is Tyron Woodley in, cha- in training. Practice. We just talked about that. Practice. Are you a, a training mat champ? Not, not, I'm not calling Tyron that. I'm just saying. Practice is one thing. But Anybody can get worked in practice. When you train with the best, that's why when you talk about someone you like train with the best, you mean kind of like um, Kane Velas- Velasquez a couple of weeks ago? Oh, man, having a hard time coming back from that. Okay, let's talk about no, another no, no, one. No, here, no, no, right? no, no. We can talk about Kane Velasquez because Kane Velasquez, I'm still, I do not believe that he was rocked. I believe that his knee gave out, and it wasn't due to that little short uppercut. I don't believe I'm it. Sorry. I'm sorry. A punch landed, and then his foot, his footing got misplaced, and then his foot fell out. I, I, the punch listen, caused the damage. Listen, I'm, I'm going to say this. I am not going to say that the fight should not have been won by Francis Ngannou. He won that fight. He landed a strike that appeared to make Cain Velasquez, but Cain Velasquez, what you're saying is Cain lied. What you're saying is Kane lied. I think there's a video out right now showing Kane in practice and his knee gave out in practice just before that fight, too. Okay, well, then if his knee gave out in practice before the fight... He shouldn't have been fighting. It was a main event fight. He should not have been... Kane has been injured enough to know when and when he should not be in that ring. I'm sorry, my, My point stands. Francis Ngannou's uppercut did not rock Cain Velasquez. It was a I'm going to need you to knee. go back and watch the video in slow motion. E- either his leg gave out in practice and he shouldn't have been fighting, which is what you said. Combination of all of the above. No. That punch rocked him. It, it, it caused his footing to step loose. He fell in an awkward way. So, either, But still, the damage was done by that punch. So you're calling Cain a liar is what you're saying? I'm saying Cain Kane- got hit. And his footing fell loose. Kane that's said, not that, that's not uncommon in MMA. But Kane said he was never in any danger he from, from the strike. It, so don't, so, he, so let's, but let's, the strike caused his footing to step wrong. That that happened. But, but the we, injury occurred because of his misplaced foot. But the misplaced foot occurred because of a punch. I'm sorry, that's damage. That is not a significant. It's, it's not a significant enough strike to say that Francis Ngannou knocked Kane out. That's tomato, all I'm tomato. saying. I tell you what, That's who got the I'm hand saying. raised at the end of the night? He did. He did. And I'm not taking it away from him. I'm not saying Ngannou is the better fighter. Kane is the better fighter. That night, he just it wasn't his night. It wasn't his night. And, and I can agree with you on that. It wasn't his night. So Robbie Lawler is entering the ring. He is in the red corner. That means they're getting ready to announce this fight. Who you got? Ben's never faced this caliber of a fighter. Robbie's looking sleek, but he's coming back after an injury. Robbie, he's returning after an injury. I kind of want to go with Robbie on this one, man. All right. You should have (laughs) chosen, just like on Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade, you did not choose wisely. It's Ben Funky Askren. No doubt he is a beast. All right. So 
So the, the, the thing is, is that Ben Askren is a smothering wrestler. He is going to get Robbie Lawler to the ground because Robbie, Robbie can't keep a fighter off of him. His takedown defense is garbage. Wow. He's not going to be able to get back up, and you're going to see three rounds of Ben Askren just smothering, smothering, smothering. We're going to have so many people calling this a boring fight, but I'm going to be yelling funky this whole fight. Well, you know, Vegas has the odds as um, Askren as the, uh, as the favorite. As the top, yeah. All right. So, so Robbie, Robbie's got hands. He's just not going to be able to use them. That's the thing. Wow. So, so I, I, you know, we got people at our table who's uh, feeling feeling pretty confident. They're on the Robbie Lawler train, but that's okay. That's okay. You know, I, I'm looking at the intensity of Robbie right now. He's like, just trying to keep himself calm because he does not know how he's going to handle this. I wouldn't call it being calm. I call it being focused. He's scared. Of what? He's scared because he. What is he gonna do? Robbie's already faced his his toughest opponents, both in Strike Force and you, the UFC you, already. You, like you, Ben, this this is a walk. Not, I wouldn't call it a walk in the park, but Ben is no better than anyone else that Robbie has faced. Yeah, yeah. Let's just remember that Rafael dos Anjos got a decision on Robbie Lawler in his last fight. Decision. So, Where did that decision take place? Let, I'd like to know that. Fox 26. UFC on Fox 26. Here we go. We'll come and back And shooting after for this. the takedown right out the gate. Ben Askren right out the gate shooting for the takedown. Looking for the back? We off already? Wow. Oh, he's cut open. Wow. It's still recording, by the way. What? It's still recording. Like I said, I'm just really concerned Ben has never faced this caliber, man. It's. Knee, 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 knee. I do like how calm Ben is, though. There's that knee. Rocked him. Wow, Ben Askren has taken fire, dude. Now, the problem here is Robbie's being too calm now. You're letting him recover, and you don't need to. Ben Askren I, is I, taking, he's bloody. I, I think that um, that exchange really took a lot out of Robbie. Out of Robbie. Ben's rock, don't get me wrong. But Robbie's tired after that exchange. Uh-oh. I wouldn't call it uh-oh just yet. Like I said, Robbie's been here too many times. Well, the, the thing that's going to be hard for Ben Askren right now is that he's all bloody, so a lot of this stuff is going to get slick. Well, it's going to be all slick. Nice knee from Ben Askren. Another smart thing Ben's doing right now is putting his head above Robbie, making himself bleed into Robbie's face. Askren's got um, Robbie upside the cage right now, looking for the inside leg trip. 
Going to the outside as a result. Got the leg up, but no. Robbie stuffs it. Once again, Ben's looking for the single leg. Robbie's defending. Head down. Oh. Stuff wow. takedown again. Also, if, if I'm not mistaken, Robbie is a former training partner of UFC uh, champion Tyron Woodley as well. Nice top on uh, Ben oh, Askins' part. Nothing. It's just a headlock now. He got out. Oh, oh he's asleep. He's asleep. He's asleep. Oh, he wasn't. Funky Ben Askren. He won. Funky. Funky. I think there definitely is some contention to that. Funky. I don't know, but... Robbie seems all right with it. Yeah, this was this has got to be rolled back. They got to roll this one back. This is a controversial, controversial decision here. He, you, no, he looked like he looked like he was out. He, he did look like he was out. I saw his hand drop. But strangely enough, the minute it was released, he looked up at at, at Herb like, "Hey." All right, look, look. Here we're going with the replay. We're going with the replay. The arm went limp. I don't know. Just because the arm goes limp doesn't mean he's out, though. He looks out. The, so the real, the real deal is the ref should be asking him, show me something. And what happens there is he should give him a thumbs up. If he doesn't do that, then the ref calls it. But if you look, like, it's not even under the chin. He, called, he, he just gave him the thumbs up. No, Robbie gave him the thumbs up. If you go back and look at the replay right now, he's looking at him. He gave him the thumbs up when he asked for it. Wait, hey, hey, so am I, what, did I win that? You won that. That's an Ngannou win right there. I mean, it, it definitely was some contention. He gave him the thumbs up. I, look, I'm with you, man. That, he, you can see his hand was limp when, 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 uh, when Herb Dean picked his hand up. It was limp, but then you saw him give the thumb, but by that point, was Dean was late. calling him out. Ben Askren escaped, man. You think so? Oh, he escaped. I think it was a good fight uh, outside of that. Oh, he got, he's got a chin for sure. He's got a chin. He's got a chin. I've never seen that. Right, right. Funky! You're 3-0, right? I am 3-0. I got two more fights to go. Bulldog choke. We can't hear what he's saying. All right. Any other thoughts on this fight? Um, Herb, unfortunately, didn't give the proper call. You can't see it from that angle, but the other angle that they showed it from, he was not out. You know, maybe maybe what was what was happening was Robbie tried to pretend like he was out to maybe get Ben Askren to let it go. 
I don't look. I, here, here's the angle. He grabbed. He gave him. He's showing. He's like, yeah, I'm good. He wasn't throwing. It. He he held the hand up. It 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 looks it looks like. It. The way he dropped his hand looks like he was out. No right. doubt. But again, Herb grabbed his hand and he held it there. He So so for me, I'm always hashtag protect the fighter. Protect the fighter. It, Herb when you, did when the you, right thing. He did the right thing. It was a he saw his arm drop. You don't want to keep that a head a chokehold on someone that long. So it's unfortunate. It's not what we wanted to see because it started off so explosive. Still was a great fight. But so you know Ben Askren's back. I, I in think the, they should run that back. They should run it back. So we'll, we'll have to see what they say in the post fight and things like that. But I think they should run this one back. Robbie Lawler was game. I'm so freaking shocked at how he. I mean, he freaking Lex Luger. That was like Lex Luger stuff right there. He picked him up and slammed him on his back. Yes. Took the wrestler down. It's like, we're going here right out the gate. But he Let's had him what up you got. in the air. Yeah. And dropped him on his head. And those elbows from the top. Ben Askren was a bloody mess, man. But he, but he stayed calm. He stayed in the pocket. And he got a bulldog choke handed to him. I have to give it to you. Tonight you are on it. That, this is what it used to be like, man. When I, when I, you know, before I, in, in, in five years ago, when I was, I would come to the fights with, with five, three by five index cards. And they would have all of the research. Like, tonight I went, I had time to do research. So, I'm 3-0 and right now, and I got two you, fights to go. And I'm feeling doing it tonight. I'm feeling real confident. Real confident. All right. Next up. Next up is the chosen one, Tyron Woodley. He is the champion coming out of St. Louis, Missouri, a.k.a. He's also a rapper in his spare time, but he does one really well, and the other one, he's garbage. So, so yeah. Here we go. Cameron Usman finally getting a shot. I'm happy for Cameron Usman. I am too. I he, can't say that. He has earned this shot, and I I hope that he makes it a it makes it a, a, a competitive competition. You don't think he's gonna win? I take it. No, no. That's a that's a strong no. I'm feeling real confident that Cameron Usman is gonna bring some stuff that that Tyron Woodley hadn't seen in a long time. It's gonna because Cameron Usman is a better wrestler than the competition that that Tyron Woodley has faced. He. Forgive me, but you just said Tyron Matt practices with Ben Askren. Yes. What is Kamaru got that Ben doesn't? I, Please share with me. You know, I, I I don't have I don't have an answer for that. All I'm saying is is that when I look at when I've watched Kamaru Usman fight, his wrestling is as smothering as Ben Askren, but Kamaru Usman also brings very good striking. And he's, I think he's got a couple of submission victories as well. So, you know, I'm, I, I like the, the complete fighter that Usman has become, but he's not going to have the speed. He's not going to be able 
to 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 outwork. Go outwork Tyron Woodley. I can see that. I'm rolling with you on that one, Tyron. Round two. Right. Tyron, round two to finish. Finish. I I think this goes the distance. I think we're gonna see a five round. I think it's gonna be um, four to one. And uh, we will see and still welterweight champion. I'm giving Tyron uh, the knockout in round two. All right, all right. So, one of the things I want to talk about, we, we, we lost another great legendary fighter from the MMA world. Who? Mirko Prokop retired when, after when having – When you say lost, I, I, I'm sorry. I thought you, you meant someone passed away. He retired, but he almost passed away because he had a stroke. Yeah, yeah. He's 44, Something 45. like that. Right. So, I mean – we talk about legendary fighters. Crow Cop is one of them. So, with that being said, and I'm only giving you what I think of as the smell test here. If USADA had been around a lot earlier, Crow Cop's career might have been a little bit longer. Perhaps. I mean, you see the brawls that he had against Wanderlei Silva. Against Ram- I think he didn't fight Rampage, did he? I don't think he fought Rampage. I'm talking but- about his own usage, I think. Oh, you think you think that that shortened his uh, his career? Yeah. Wow. Okay. It's possible. I I, I definitely think that it, it takes a toll on your body. I mean, mm. there's no way you're getting out of that playing that game for free. No. There are consequences and repercussions. But that head kick, legendary. Yes, it is. So anyway. Our hats off. Go, our hats go off to Mirko Krokop. Um, you know, one of the things I want to talk to you about. I want to get your your your, your feedback on the lightweight interim title between Dustin Poirier and Max Holloway. How do you feel about that fight? Because you know me, I am a Tony Ferguson diehard, and I, I'm, Dude, and I'm, he's, I'm so glad Tony didn't take that fight. So. Talk to me about that. I want to. I want to hear your. I want to hear your thoughts on Dude, that. Dude, that was the most disrespectful thing you can do to a fighter. I already won the interim title, and so now you want to offer him. it to me again. They stripped him. And guess what? I fought on the same card as the guy who fought for the title again. So you stripped the title from me, gave it to somebody else to fight for, and I fought on the same card as those two individuals. Yeah, but the thing is, is that. You got Habib Nurmagomedov on the shelf until like November. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta get that title back active again. It's nine months out. I'm just saying, when you look at the big, the the total picture, I wouldn't say big picture because the big picture is you're right. The title needs to be defended. Somebody needs to be fighting, doing something in in, a, in an effort. So, so t- but t- if I'm Tony Ferguson, I already won this title. Why would I come back and fight? anyone other than the person who has that belt for I've, I'm on an how many fight win streak 8 12 oh, like, like 12 yeah man please if I'm Tony Ferguson I'm raising holy hell about this right now well, but, I'm not but, fighting for no interim title that you're going to strip away from me in three months to, to because you need to make money for the UFC to pay that ransom note yeah but but the, the thing is is that now what you do by not being in that fight is you create an interim title that has to be resolved before you get to fight again. So that means Max Holloway, who's 145 pounds, hadn't even fought at 155. He's fighting D- Dustin Poirier. If I'm Tony, not my problem. 
I'm fighting for the belt. I'm fighting for the real belt. I'll wait. Wow. I've already fought for this interim belt. That doesn't mean anything. Ring rust is a thing, y'all will strip it away. Ring rust is a thing. Taking horrible fights is also a thing. Yes, it is. Yeah. That's a lot of damage. Here, here, here comes Kamaru Usman to the ring. Now, he is known for having said that in a fight against an Icelandic fighter, I forgot the fighter's name, that he, uh, you know, he only had, he only gave 30%. He was only 30% that day. I remember that. So the, the running joke is, what percentage is he going to show? Is up he going to show up with? Is this 100%? Or is Tyron Woodley going to make him look like he's bringing zero? It always depends on the outcome of the fight. All right. Well, this is going to say a lot. They know him as Marty. We call him the Nigerian Nightmare. It's Cameron Usman walking to the ring right now. Both we of got us. I got Woodley. I got Woodley. We all got Woodley. So. Yeah. He's out of. He used so. to live in Dallas, but he fights out of Florida. I think he's out of. Uh, American top Cam team somewhere. Yeah. Coming from the mean streets of Nigeria. Night well, so Stylebender is Nigerian, but, but he is from fights out of New Zealand. New Zealand. Yeah. So so you got Tyron Woodley? Yeah, I'm rolling with Tyron on this one, man. All right, uh, I got Tyron Woodley. I think Tyron's got something to prove. There's been a lot of smack talk going on. But I'll tell you what, whoever this guy is that's uh, walking out with Usman looks like a beast. I, I wonder where he's been fighting at. I don't know. He's, he's a big dude. He looks like, he, to be honest, he looks like Francis Ngannou. Uh, yeah. We're going to see. All right, we're going to leave right now. We're going to come right back after these results. Dude. Wow. Wow is not even the word. Wow. So we came in here saying that this was going to be a 100% Tyron Woodley dominating in all phases. We gave, at best, one round to Cameron Usman. He did not give, at best, one round. No, not really. I'm, I am so disappointed in what I just witnessed. Tyron Woodley looked like an amateur tonight. I wouldn't say that, but... Kamaru Usman looked like the John Jones on Picograms. Ha <laughs> ha. Well, we get ready to see what John Jones on Picograms look like. You know, my world is turned upside down. Oh, snap. Hold up. We got Kobe and uh, Kamaru about to have an altercation. They're pulling Kamaru away from him. Yeah, don't. Like, Kamaru Usman needs to be smart here. He just won the belt. That was smart, actually. You're setting up your next fight already. Don't, don't actually touch him, but just show that there's some tension there. But back to what I'm saying, I am so heartbroken behind what I just witnessed. The, the, I mean, he single-handedly dismantled Tyron Woodley from beginning to end. It was about as dominant a performance as you're ever going to see in a, in, in a championship fight where the, where the underdog, where the challenger comes in against a champion who has reigned for years. Multiple titles, like five or six, maybe even seven title defenses. Yeah, and definitely. just get, just roll him up, man. Dude, and did you see the smile on Dana White's face? Dana had a smile on his face. Dana White was a happy, happy man 
wrapping that belt around Kamaru. Man, the last time I saw a smile like that on Dana White's face, he was sitting at a poker table next to a beautiful young woman, and some dude walked in and ruined it. Wow. <laughs> and he yelled out, stop recording. Stop recording. Man, I, I'm, I'm, I'm in shock here. My world is upside down. What this says to me is that there's hope for Anthony Smith tonight. I, I tell you, I think there's hope for Anthony. I don't think it's tonight, but I see a rematch. Everybody has their rematches. match, Sarah. Does Tyron deserve a rematch? As much as I want to give Tyron Woodley a rematch because of what he's done in, for the sport, how many title defenses he's had, how long he's reigned, he got shut out 50 to 44 on two cards. It was bad. You don't, you, you, you don't get a title defense when you get ground to, into the dirt like that. It's Colby Covington and, and, and Cameron Usman. That's the next fight. And I don't even think that's a great fight. Well, after seeing what, what Cameron Usman did to Tyron Woodley, I don't see how Colby Covington even should want that fight. If I was Colby Covington, I would, I would run book the it. one FC. I would book it. I would talk as much mess as possible, and then week of, pull a hangnail. Be oh like Derek my! Lewis, what, what was it last time back. he? Uh, I oh, think he, he needed his surgery. no. Yeah, he needed some nasal surgery. Kobe's actually been talking about going to 1FC, too, I thought. Kobe, I thought. Kobe wants to go to 1FC, but he's still got fights left on this contract. So that's why he's been working so hard to get to get cut by the UFC. If I was him, you know, go ahead and fight your fights, man. Go find some, some tomato cans. Beat them up. Get your thing done. Take. And then go fight at you at 1FC. Like, wh why go and do all of this promotion if you want to go to 1FC? Just be like, okay, I got three fights left. He's trying to get top dollar at 1FC because I hear they're paying pretty well. They are paying pretty well. But what better way to get top dollar than to just go in and just dominate three tomato cans, get a number six, get a number nine, and somebody who's outside of the top ten. And just that's, dominate them. Just that's hoping that Kobe could beat a number six, a number three, and someone else in the top ten. As much as I hate Kobe Covington – Dudes can fight. You think so? Yeah. I, mean, the I way think he's a great grinder. I, I, don't, I can't say I think he's striking as much. All, right. all I know is that he wins, and he, he, he's, he's all over. I Who mean, has he fought? RDA. Neil, did he fight That's Neil a 155-er. Did he fight Neil Magny? We, we used to give much props to Neil Magny. Wasn't now, now Neil we, like a 155-er at 1.2? I mean, wh wh why are we discrediting this man now? I'm not discrediting him. I'm just stating their actual weight classes. So, you know, I, I, I can't say right now. Like, I'm, I'm looking up. I'm looking it up. Because, you know, Colby Covington beat Damian Maya. Okay. That's a legitimate win. I mean, and it, and it wasn't like Tyron Woodley, who, who granted was hurt, but – he dominated Damian Maya in Brazil. So, okay. Um, you know, so. as I'm seeing uh, the uh, John Jones highlights pop up on the screen right now. Yeah. And after seeing Tyron devastated like that, that was a real changing of the guard, man. There was. So the question is, Tyron Woodley, is, should he consider 
Could he should he consider retirement? What is no, he left to do? He should consider one FC. Oh. Or even Bellator. Let's get back to the card at hand. This is the main event of the evening. We have to get our clocks ready because we always, for the main event, calculate the potential of a buffer factor. The buffer factor says that a fight has to last at least as long as it takes to announce it. Absolutely. So my question to you right off the bat is, is this fight going to last longer than the two minutes and 20 seconds? It usually averages Bruce Buffer to announce a main event. I honestly have to say, um, Anthony Smith, I can definitely see putting up a good fight. I don't think he gets it done tonight, but I could definitely see him doing it in a in a second matchup. Well, I can say that you've been consistent. You started the show off saying that he doesn't get it done tonight. You know, I, I got to say this. With the dominance that Cameron Usman showed last fight. Oh, my goodness. Is that a little bit of some staph infection on Anthony's chest? I, I think that there's hope. I think that there's hope for Anthony Anthony Smith. But I got to go with John Jones until John Jones gets beat. Because he's never been beat. Never. That loss that he has to Matt Hamill does not count. A loss doesn't mean you got beat. That is correct. Because it shouldn't have even been called. Steve Mazzagotti did him wrong. I forgot these were in Done my him phone. dirty. All right, here we go. John Jones. So you, we're both on John Jones for this fight. Absolutely. We're going to be back after these results. Miss. Not a surprise. Not a surprise at all. Wet, wet wins it again. So, um, John Jones is still the light heavyweight champion. He did it in very smooth fashion. There was really never in any danger. He got uh, fourth round. We got fourth round uh, flying knee that cut uh, Anthony, Anthony broke his nose. nose. Yeah. What did you think about that two-point uh, deduction by Herb? I think it was a little bit much. Um, I didn't think that he was a downed opponent. Um, even if it was, I thought it maybe would have been a one-point deduction at worst, but I didn't think that it was, he was a, uh, a downed opponent. It looked like he was up on his feet and one hand down. And if I'm not mistaken, Nevada has the modified rules with, like, two exceptions. Maybe it's the downed opponent rule. No, I mean, the two exceptions are something other than, than – uh, you know, the hand down and, and knee down. All His right. knees were not on the ground. No, they were not. He had two feet, one hand down. That's correct. That should have been open for a, 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 a knee strike. But it resulted in two points. John Jones was way ahead on the card, so it didn't really matter. Um, let's go ahead and wrap this thing up. All right, we had uh, the bantamweights. We had uh, Cody Garbrandt versus Pedro Munoz. Munoz. Cody, Cody got what? Cody got knocked the out. That was... Yeah, Co Cody Cody has to learn you are an elite boxer. Do not get into these brawls. This is like Tank Abbott. Not like, only just. He's, he's, looking, he's doing. Le he can't get into those brawls. Not just get into these brawls, but if you notice, Cody has got slept by everybody's right hand lately. 
Yeah. It's always the right hand. So. He's always to get to the ground, but not ready for it. Tisha Torres came up short versus Whaley Zhang. That one was a heartbreaker for me. I, I really thought Tisha would have pulled it out. Next one, we had uh, a surpriser. Ben Askren wins with a bulldog choke when he got beat from pillar to post. I would like to see that fight again. It they need to, to run that back. Again. We rerun that one back. Um, Kamaru Usman is the new welterweight champion, having dominated Tyron Woodley 50 to 44. That total domination on top of that. There was never even any question who won that fight. No, not at all. There, leave no doubt. If you are a contender and you have to face a champion, you go that's, rewind that fight. And that's what you need to do. That is what you have to do if you want to be the champion. Hats off to Cameron Usman. It's all good. That is one of the few times where you see a champion lose by a decision. And Cameroon proved how you do it. He showed oh, how it's yeah. done. Yeah, so before we go on to the main event, Henry Cejudo, you won by... You won the title by decision. You did not do that to Demetrius Johnson. Not at all. You did not, not it, belong. It, it, it did not even look like that. You did not belong as a champion. You're talking about the DJ fight, though. Talk about DJ. Demetrius Johnson. Demetrius Johnson did not get beat that night, but they, he was given it by decision, and I think that was a robbery. I will still say that. And so, therefore, I want to say back to Henry Cejudo, you look at Cameron Usman, if you beat DJ like that, we give you the belt. Otherwise, hand that belt back to the man at 1FC. I think that was all set up. That was WWE. All right. And then in the main event of the evening, John Jones retains his title and is still the heavyweight champion. <laughs> wet, wet. All right. Well, we are all done here at Austin Avenue. We are going to come back. For the next pay-per-view, that'll be next month. I don't even know what that is. I haven't even looked at it yet. I have to check the dates. Oh, it's Israel Adesanya versus? 235. No, 236. 236. So, yeah. So, so, we'll be back in April with that fight. Otherwise, I'll be seeing you guys on the waves. This is Ryan Smith. George G. Money Stallworth. And this is Combat Sports Talk, reminding you to keep your hands up Keep your chin tucked and throw, throw bombs. bombs, baby. <laughs>